day 121 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 54 verse 1 to 7. Come with great power, O God, and rescue me. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea. For strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God. But God is my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. John chapter 2, verse 1 to 25. The next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, They have no more wine. Dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby were six stone water jars used for the Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine. But you have kept the best until now. This miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. After the wedding, he went to Capernaum for a few days with his mother, his brothers and his disciples. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. So Jesus went to Jerusalem. In the temple area, he saw merchants selling cattle, sheep and doves for sacrifices. He also saw dealers at tables exchanging foreign money. Jesus made a whip from some ropes and chased them all out of the temple. He drove out the sheep and cattle, scattered the money changers' coins all over the floor and turned over their tables. Then going over to the people who sold doves, he told them, Get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. Then his disciples remembered this prophecy from the scriptures. Passion for God's house will consume me. But the Jewish leaders demanded, What are you doing? If God gave you authority to do this, show us a miraculous sign to prove it. All right, Jesus replied, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. What? they exclaimed. It has taken 46 years to build this temple and you can rebuild it in three days. But when Jesus said this temple, he meant his own body. 
After he was raised from the dead, the disciples remembered what, that he had said this, and they believed both the scriptures and what Jesus had said. Because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But Jesus didn't trust them, because he knew all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature, for he knew what was in each person's heart. Joshua chapter 19 verse 1 to chapter 21 verse 19. The second allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Simeon. Their homeland was surrounded by Judah's territory. Simeon's homeland included Beersheba, Sheba, Moladah, Hazar-Shual, Bala-Ezem, Etolad, Bethul, Homa, Ziklag, Beth-Markathboth, Hazar-Susa, Beth-Lebaoth and Sharuhen, 13 towns with their surrounding villages. It also included Ain, Rimon, Ether and Ashan, four towns with their villages, including all the surrounding villages as far south as Balath-Beer, also known as Ramah of the Negev. This was the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Simeon. Their allocation of land came from part of what had been given to Judah because Judah's territory was too large for them. So the tribe of Simeon received an allocation within the territory of Judah. The land given to Zebulun. The third allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Zebulun. The boundary of Zebulun's homeland started at Sarid. From there it went west, going past Maralach, touching Dabisheth and proceeding to the brook east of Jokneam. In the other direction, the boundary went east from Sarid to the border of Kisloth-Tabor, and from there to Dabarath and up to Jaffia. Then it continued east to Gath-Hefer, Eth-Kazin and Rimon, and turned toward Nia. The northern boundary of Zebulun passed Hanathon and ended at the valley of Ipth-Tath-El. The towns in these areas included Kateath, Nahalah, Shimron, Idalah and Bethlehem. Twelve towns with their surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Zebulun included these towns and their surrounding villages. The fourth allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Issachar. Its boundaries included the following towns. Jezreel. Kesoloth, Shunem, Haf Ariam, Shion, Anahatharath, Rabbith, Kishion, Ebez, Remeth, En Ganim, En Hada, and Beth Pazes. The boundary also touched Tabor, Shahazuma, and Beth. Shemesh, ending at the Jordan River. Sixteen towns with their surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Issachar included these towns and their surrounding villages. 
The fifth allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Isaacar. Its boundaries included these towns. Helkath, Hali, Beten, Ashfath, Alam Melech, Amad and Mishal. The boundary on the west touched Carmel and Shehor Libnath. When it turned east toward Beth Dagon and ran as far as Zebulun in the valley of Iftah El, going north to Beth Emek and Neel. It then continued north to Kabul, Abdon, Rehob, Hamon, Kanha, and as far as Greater Sidon. Then the boundary turned toward Ramah and the fortress of Tyre, where it turned toward Hosha and came to the Mediterranean Sea. The territory also included Mehebel, Aksib, Ummah, Afek and Rehob, 22 towns with their surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Asher included these towns and their surrounding villages. The sixth allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Naphtali. Its boundary ran from Helef, from the oak at Zanainim, and extended across to Adam Inikeb, Jabneel, and as far as Lakum, ending at the Jordan River. The western boundary ran past Asnoth Tabor, then to Hakoch, and touched the border of Zebulun in the south, the border of Asher on the west, and the Jordan River on the east. The fortified towns included in this territory were Zidim, Zir, Hamath, Rakath, Kinnereth, Adamah, Ramah, Hazor, Kedesh, Edri, En-Hazor, Yiron, Migdal-El, Horem, Beth-Anath and Beth-Shemesh, 19 towns with their surrounding villages. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Naphtali included these towns and their surrounding villages. The seventh allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Dan. The land allocated as their homeland included the following towns. Zora, Eshtaol, Ir Shemesh, Shalibin, Agilon, Tithla, Elon, Timna, Ekron, Eltike, Gibbethon, Balhath, Jelhud, Benebarak, Gath Rimon, Mejarkon, Rakon, and the territory across from Joppa. But the tribe of Dan had trouble taking possession of their land, so they attacked the town of Laish. They captured it, slaughtered its people, and settled there. They renamed the town Dan after their ancestor. The homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Dan included these towns and their surrounding villages. After all the land was divided among the tribes, the Israelites gave a piece of land to Joshua as his allocation. So the Lord had said he could have any town he wanted. He chose Timnath-Zerah in the hill country of Ephraim. He rebuilt the town and lived there. These are the territories that Eleazar, the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the tribal leaders allocated as grants of land to the tribes of Israel by casting sacred lots in the presence of the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle at Shilhol. So the division of land was completed. The Lord said to Joshua, 
Now tell the Israelites to designate the cities of refuge as I instructed Moses. Anyone who kills another person accidentally and unintentionally can run to one of these cities. They will be places of refuge from relatives, seeking revenge for the person who was killed. Upon reaching one of these cities, the one who caused the death will appear before the elders at the city gate and present his case. They must allow him to enter the city and give him a place to live among them. If the relatives of the victim come to avenge the killing, the leaders must not release the slayer to them, for he killed the other person unintentionally and without previous hostility. But the slayer must stay in that city and be tried by the local assembly, which will render a judgment. And he must continue to live in that city until the death of the high priest who was in office at the time of the accident. After that, he is free to return to his own hometown in the town from which he fled. The following cities were designated as cities of refuge. Kadesh of Galilee, in the hill country of Naphtali. Shechem, in the hill country of Ephraim. And Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah. On the east side of the Jordan River, across from Jericho, the following cities were designated. Bezir, in the wilderness plain of the tribe of Reuben. Ramoth, in Gilead, in the territory of the tribe of Gad. And Golan, in Bashan, in the land of the tribe of Manasseh. These cities were set apart for all the Israelites, as well as the foreigners living among them. Anyone who accidentally killed another person could take refuge in one of these cities. In this way, they could escape being killed in revenge prior to standing trial before the local assembly. Then the leaders of the tribe of Levi came to consult with Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders of the other tribes of Israel. They came to them at Shehol, in the land of Canaan, and said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us towns to live in and pastures lands for our livestock. So by the command of the Lord, the people of Israel gave the Levites the following towns and pasture lands out of their own grants of land. The descendants of Aaron, who were members of the Kohathite, Kohathite clan within the tribe of Levi, were allotted 13 towns that were originally assigned to the tribes of Judah, Simeon and Benjamin. The other families of the Kohathite clan were allotted 10 towns from the tribes of Ephraim, Dan and the half-tribe of Manasseh. The clan of Gershon was allotted 13 towns from the tribes of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The clan of Maria, Merari, was allotted 12 towns from the tribes of Reuben, Gad and Zebulun. So the Israelites obeyed the Lord's command to Moses and assigned these towns and pasture land to the Levites by casting sacred lots. The Israelites gave the following towns from the tribes of Judah and Simeon to the descendants of Aaron, who were the members of the Kohathite clan within the tribe of Levi. Since the sacred lot fell to them first, Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah, along with its surrounding pasture lands. Arba was in was an ancestor of Anak. But the open fields beyond the town and the surrounding villages were given to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, as his possession. The following towns with their pasture lands were given to the descendants of Aaron, the priest. Hebron, a city of refuge for those accidentally who accidentally killed someone. Libna, 
Jatia, Eshtemoa, Holon, Debir, Ain, Juta, and Beth Shemesh, nine towns from these two tribes. From the tribe of Benjamin, the priests were given the following towns with their pasture lands. Gibeon, Geba, Anathoth, and Almon, four towns. So in all, 13 towns with their pasture lands were given to the priests and the descendants of Aaron.